Hello and welcome to Dear Future Husband, Dear Future Wife. My name is Simone R. Johnson and I am your weekly host. So we are being joined by another amazing woman um, this morning. I don't know what it is about the women, but we have been having a lot of women on the podcast. And I don't know, y'all men got to start come on in because we want to hear from your voice as well. But <laughs> we are being joined by Lucretia. We had the opportunity to connect on Instagram. Social media is so phenomenal, isn't it? So yeah. we are being joined by this amazing boss, babe. And we want to talk about um, what it's like being an entrepreneur dating um what is it like being such a boss and being so busy and trying to be productive and maintaining you know just a relationship what is that journey like of being a boss and um dating so without further ado i want to introduce her because i'm sure she can do a better introduction than i can so lucretia welcome to dear future husband dear future wife introduce yourself to the platform to the community let them know about who you are sis Hi, hello everyone. I'm Lucretia Thomas. I am um, your mindset and money coach. I am life insurance agent. I am a CEO of Colony Credit Repair Company. Awesome. Yes, yes, ma'am. We love it. Listen, um, you know, money is definitely one of the common things why um, relationships do go left, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, money is definitely one of those topics because of the simple fact that when you do get in a relationship, and we can kind of talk on that a little bit just because that is your area of expertise um, while you do wear many hats. But we do find commonly that when you do get in a relationship, one of the things that we do encourage and advice um, wives that are in waited preparing to become a bride is that you want to have those conversations um, what are some of the things that I need to know? How do you spend mm-hmm. your money? What's your spending habits? How do you manage your money? Uh, do you have any outstanding debt? And what does that look like? So um, have you ever thought about maybe coaching? Um, introducing like a coaching aspect to what you do? Coaching women in the finance area? Yeah. So yes, that's that's exactly uh, what the mindset and money program is. Uh, we, okay, tell me about that. So we tap on mindset um, essentially for a week, and then the other three weeks we do money. So we focus on on where you currently are, where you want to be, um, and then I help guide them through wherever it is that their disconnect is in their own personal situation. First, got to figure that out, right? And then I create a strategy for them um, based upon where they tell me they're trying to go. Well, not trying to go where they want, you know, where they see themselves in the future. Oh, that's awesome. You know, when I heard the title, I didn't think, but I was just, as I was chatting with you, I'll be like, that'd be a nice coaching. And I think maybe, you know, we often think that a title don't relate to coaching because we didn't hear the word coach. Mm. But um, the title itself definitely is providing the same essence of, you know, coaching someone through. So let's talk about it. Being a boss, babe, being, um, you know, as, as busy as you are, how is dating? What What are you experiencing in the dating world? <sighs> oh, let's talk to us about it. <laughs> I would say it's challenging. It's very challenging. I don't like the use. 
but yeah, it's definitely challenging. And we, you were just speaking about, you know, wanting to know his goals and things he have going on. And those questions, those are things that we need to know. But I was going wrong and putting that stuff out there too quick, right? So I'm like, mm. I want to know because I'm like, listen, I, I don't have time to waste. But I do agree, like it. It can be too much too soon, depending on how the conversation is had. But I was just telling a friend of mine yesterday that we can't, when you're dating, right? I don't take dating as Netflix and chill. That's not dating to me. Right. Arcades, you know, out to eat, you know, travel, you know, I don't care. Yoga, exercise, lunch, like, it's so many things you can do. To get to person, right? And when you're actually dating, dating, and you're around them, and you're having conversation, and it's just, it's not forced, you'll find out a lot about people like that. Absolutely. You find out their money habits, you know, what they like to do on the weekends. So a lot of times, we don't even have to ask them questions. If you read and pay attention and read between the lines, you can't really know a person. Absolutely. I agree. I absolutely agree. And I remember initially, um, I used to always say, I'm like, I really don't ask a lot of questions. Because if you ask a lot of questions, then you'll get a lot of answers. And it's just what it is. You'll just get an answer. Are you single? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, um, maybe you're not dating someone, but who's dating you? That part, right? I need actions. I want to know because you you can say anything or I can tell you anything, right? But what am I, you know, what are the act? The act Because I could say one thing and be doing another. Exactly. So. That's my whole point. So, you know, asking questions is definitely necessary because our theme here at Dear Future Husband, Wife, now that it's nice to meet you, our conversation really, cons- our, our platform really consists of conversations having the right conversations before marriage. So we encourage you to do that. However, I do say that action speaks louder than words mm-hmm. because, you know, someone can give you the answers, but their actions is opposite. And I've experienced that in dating as well, where you were saying one thing, but you were doing the total opposite. Exactly. And also yeah. too, I think a big, um, a big piece of my journey that, well, I didn't really, you know, have good results in dating. I still don't until this day, to be honest. But oh my goodness, be, we gotta change be, that. It used to be really bad, and it was because of me for several things as well. Like I'm really, I can admit that my life is so busy um, that I'm, I wasn't a spontaneous person. Like. If it's not on my schedule, if it's, if we're not planning, if I don't know, then I wouldn't do it. And men are very spontaneous. It doesn't mean that I had to do everything, but it's kind of like, that's, you may be boring. Mm. So that was hard for me. And I have to admit that um, I haven't, um, like three years ago, you know, when I first started D and I wasn't spontaneous at all. I'm getting better. <laughs> but oh, like no I got something to do like you know let's go next week girl next week (laughs) so I'm just being honest Um, I feel like we have to um, you know do some work as well we want men to you know do all of these things and come to the table correctly I can say that's one of the things I was falling short um, 
on my end and um when i when you could like if it's someone that you have a good time with the vibe is there you know sometimes it's okay to do things you know what i mean like okay well let Absolutely. me we're able you know what i mean i can move something around let me go do this because it's necessary that communication yes. so so what are your thoughts as a woman um now that you're making this adjustment and you're like okay i realize that i'm the problem you're dating a guy how do you how do you feel about um the word submission i know that a lot of boss babes um tend to feel like oof submission what are your thoughts when you think of the word submission what what comes to mind um respect okay yeah i i feel like if you have respect for a person all of those things are going to be it goes without question it goes without like it's not like this thing like oh you're going to do everything i say do or you know follow my league and all these things when a woman really respects you she feels secure with you she's going to do it anyway mm. I, I feel like she's for me personally um if i have respect for him i look up to him he's a protector he makes me feel safe and secure. Uh, we have that stability. I'm I'm going to follow his lead as a man. That's how I feel. So you think that once you respect someone, that you submit to them? Because I can tell you that it's been proven that you can respect someone, but at the end of the day, I respect you, but there are still some life experiences that created the woman that someone is. That It's not that they don't respect you, but at the same time, because I've I've often felt like you earn you you receive my respect. It's right. something you lose. You don't earn like you don't gotta earn my respect. No, you automatically got the respect. We're in this together. You got my respect. However, you can lose I can lose respect for you depending on what you do. That's so true. therefore, even though you respect someone, it doesn't necessarily mean submission. It doesn't mean I will submit because if you don't know how to submit, I can respect you and still not submit to you. That's true. Um, so I will say, far as my situation, I'm running multiple businesses and my whole life um, being surrounded by my business and me totally focusing on that and had to realize, you know, like that ain't it. I should be out here having fun. I should be out here dating. Um, I feel like again it had a lot to do with me because i feel like we can sometimes get big-headed right you mm -hmm. know because we are in this position oh i can take care of myself you know all these things but the bottom line is i feel like in my opinion men need women and women need men and it Absolutely. doesn't it doesn't have to be financially um it could be in other ways but i feel like that i had to um work on some things on me with me in order for me to feel like yes you you should have this this feels good this is a great thing um I, I don't have a problem with being submissive now you go into all of these things of you know some women are like oh you know they want him to you got to make a certain amount of money all of these things I mean I guess yes I mean it's, it's just true it's just a thing like a, a man whether he's um, a, a wealthy business owner or whether he's a CEO blue collar it doesn't matter he's going to pick accordingly as well absolutely um, gonna, I, I saw people think that men do it more often than women they're, willing, they're particular in their picking you think 
some people say that they feel men will pick a woman that's not of their standard or whatever the case may be. Some people think that men do it more than women do it. They have this thing that, you know, us boss babes, you know, won't date a guy that ain't really got it all going on and all of these things. I think that is how you come across. I think that it's the masculinity um, that a man feels like I don't got time to contend with your masculine energy. Like, I'm the male, you're the female. So when you get into situations of being maybe, you know, alpha male, alpha female, then it is hard for it to work because there is no submission in the, the union, in the connection. And men want to be able to, now I'm not a male, but this is just, you know, what I've been hearing and what I find that I'm coming across. They need to not have to contend with you being the strong masculine energy consistently. And I think that we can still be boss babes and we can still be phenomenal CEOs, but we can still know how to submit and be gentle and be girly. And you know, you got to know how to put your head on. So mm-hmm. in the streets, you are boss babes, but at home, I am gentle. I'm attentive to my partner. I am making sure that he's getting a good version of me. So I think you can you can balance it too, but it's a mindset change. You got to shift your exactly. mindset. It's definitely mindset. And I was about to say that I, I want my, um, you know, we're in this soft girl season we talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> this soft girl season. I'm definitely uh, I in the soft girl season. I don't want to dominate everything. You know, I, I'm tired of it, really, honestly. You've been doing it for so long. Um, and it's not it. It's not it. Um, I, I definitely want to experience that soft girl life. <laughs> when right? I come home and don't have to do everything like you do in the office or work like work all day. I, I definitely need that. I'm open to that. But you know what it is? I think that, um, I think why some women struggle with it because... Um, of the fact that it's 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 a thing. Like some of us thrive off of just being assertive and strong. So our we because we don't know how to turn it off and turn it on. Maybe it's just like, well, I gotta just take charge. Right? I gotta be like instead of just waiting for him to lead. Because our mindsets are always in go go go. Mm. It's hard for us to be able to be like, okay, you know what? It's time for me to not go and let him go. Mm-hmm. And guess what I learned too? All of that strong stuff is burnout. Oh, absolutely. It's not healthy at all. I mean, it's not like, you know, if I was to date someone or, you know, get in, <clears throat> get in a relationship and I can experience that soft life. It's not like I'm not going to be a strong woman no more, but I don't have to be right. and dominate all these areas of my life. It's really not healthy. It's draining. Absolutely. For every single thing. You have to do every single thing. You got to show up whether you want to or not. You got to do this. You got to do that. Like, it's really unhealthy to be strong. The teeth happen to play this strong role. And, oh, everything's okay. And because I used to do that. Now, getting older, I have um, um, friends in my life that um, I'm real. I'm secure with talking to them. I'm okay with letting them know I'm not okay today. Um, that's something that's mindset as well because due to you know being judged and different things like that we have to play these roles but it's a lot I don't if for anyone like listen if you're not okay today that's fine (laughs) all that strong stuff it's a burnout 
I think for uh, for women, it's it's we gotta know when to take our capes off. I agree. We gotta know even when there's holes. Like it's okay, sis. Um, and we need to know that it's okay to to like I have a routine. I'm very like routine, very structured. Um, you know, I'm clean my house on Saturday. I make sure my and if I don't clean it on Saturday because I have a client, I make sure I clean. But my home, home is where the heart is. So my home mm-hmm. has to be clean. It's got to be organized, grocery things have because when it's all said and done, you come back to home. Yeah. You go out there, you do what you got to do. So my home's got to be nicely decorated. It's got to feel good. It's got to smell good mm-hmm. because home is where the heart is. Yes. And I believe that as as women, as we are preparing, as we are wives that are relating, one of the extension, one of the aspects to becoming who we are becoming is is creating peace in the home. Yeah. It's being his safe space. It's being his his peace. What does that look like? Talk to me um, about when you think of just being your partner's peace. What would that look like? What does that balance look like for you? letting him be you know not all of the nagging and just pressing and constantly just you know bothering him and stressing him um men do love peace they like their space too it doesn't mean that you know oh he's acting funny today like no they need their space too for me definitely um i agree what you said about the home being your safe space and definitely creating that atmosphere of peace and serenity and like Ooh, this is my go-to. I can relax down. Um, yes. That's a big, big thing. Um, I feel like giving a man peace and knowing your man's love language, knowing mm-hmm. when to give him space and knowing when to just be quiet sometimes and maybe pick up on a conversation later. I feel like that's everything to them. And I learned that uh, with my ex-husband. <clears throat> Some things I didn't understand. I probably was too young um but again when you in it a lot of times you can't really you you can't see you don't know until you on the outside looking in so yeah mm, that's good <laughs> because guess what i want peace too and Absolutely. then think of entrepreneur who live alone you know for three years so i'm definitely used to my peace so i don't want i want to absolutely make sure i give him peace because i want my peace too i'm so used absolutely. to it <laughs> Absolutely. So being a a um, a wife prior, um, we know that there's life after divorce. Um, that was a segment that we have, but we kind of put that on the back burner for, for now. But that is an extension of Dear Future Husband, Wife, Life After Divorce. So even as you mentioned, you've been a wife. What are some of the things that you learned that you're like, definitely not taking that with me into my next marriage? definitely not taking this but definitely taking this I think this was good so what are some of those things that you felt like oh moving forward I will not be doing this again now I know that it does change depending on your age I'm not sure what age you got married because I know we grew up and things happen but what are some of the things you learned (coughs) from marriage that you wouldn't do this time I'm going to give you one really great one and this is either going to um some people are not going to like this and then some people are going to love this either way (laughs) it's my personal situation so um this is the thing for me being married when i was like early 20s yeah so 
I didn't have a good relationship with money. He, mm. he was a little bit, probably like three or four years older than me. He had a very good relationship with money, right? I was younger than I didn't have a good relationship with money. The biggest thing for me, the biggest takeaway from my marriage was um, finances. I messed up a lot of money. I messed wow. up credit. I didn't pay. I didn't play my role in my household. Mm. I was just, I, I it was, I, I was just like living, right? He did everything when it came to finances. But I tell women all the time, the thing, the, the part where that crutched me because I didn't know money management. I was not good with money. So I was working, having my own money. He still was taking care of me, doing little stuff. He was taking care of the whole house. So I was just doing all kinds of stuff, right? But it crutched me because after that marriage, when I had to live on my own, I had the finances to do so, but I didn't have the money management. I had no clue how I was going to pay all these things, right? So I feel like <clears throat> for me, yes, man is, you know, going to pay bills, you know, so forth. Everybody's money situation looks different some women are like 50 50 some women are like no i'm gonna do my thing and save my money and you spend yours everybody's opinion is different but what i will say as a woman for me going into my next situation i am going to um, step up and be responsible for something in the household Mm. i feel that is necessary that's how i feel um because I was in a crazy place trying to live alone. It crutched me, not paying bills, not doing this. He cook, he does laundry, he cleans the house. I did nothing. Oh, wow. So my personal situation- That's a lot of women's desire now is to have a man do everything. Right? So my personal situation, you know, I want to step up and take responsibility in my household and I want to have that conversation what are you going what are you going to do you know give me something to be responsible for I want to play a part in this as well and however that looks feasible for us then I'm okay with that that's good um here's the thing um I believe that if we are our partner's helpmate we can recognize even if he's like babe I got this there's nothing wrong with you know going ahead of him because men especially as a boy mom men were always taught how to just be strong assertive they got it they got to do it but i believe as helpmates we have to be able to identify how to meet our partner's needs mm-hmm. without them saying i need this because likely they're not going to say i need this so you as a wife have to be able to can discern what he needs when he needs this and I think that you just got to be attentive. You got to be in tune. Now, as a praying wife, I believe that that's where my prayer life comes in because I'm going to be able to can discern and know. I know he's got this or he covers it. But let me make sure maybe next month I'm like, babe, I got it already. And it's like, oh, you didn't have to. Exactly. But because exactly. of the discernment you have, you're not just waiting, but you're actually being attentive and taking charge and going ahead to say you know what I see that he does or just other things that you can do I believe that our men do so much that there are several ways that we can show them that they're appreciated you know that they're coming home I'm big on dinner I think that the way to a man starts <laughs> to his stomach so listen I'm a cook I make sure he has his dinner on the table you know just to make sure that he feels loved And I Mm -hmm. want to get into this because you mentioned this earlier, love language. 
Yes. Some people say Definitely. it works. Some people say it don't. What are your thoughts on, you know, I think if we're dating, I, I want us to go through our love language test because I want to know your love language while I want to know mine. I know mine, but I want to know yours. So do you think that it works? Do you think that it's, it's helpful in um, dating, getting, you know, becoming a wife? Do you think that the love language does kind of help to guide and direct us as we date? Yes, and I'm very big on intentionally dating. Intentionally dating, right? So we have to pay attention while dating. You know, we don't know if this is our guy or not, or it might not be, but whatever the case may be, paying attention and listening is super important things to do, super important skills to master anyway, right? If you're listening, if you're watching, if you're being around him and learning different things, you can start to know what he likes, what he doesn't like. What's mm-hmm. his love? You know, women sometimes like, you know, touchy feely and, you know, we may need you to um, always reassure us, you know, or some things like that. That could be a burnout too. And then, like you were saying earlier, with you one month, you know, grabbing that bill, take care of he, If he know that you have his back, that's everything. Absolutely. He's going to go above on for the hospital because he that you got that's how Before we took a short break, um, we were talking about the love language and do you feel that it works when you are dating and when you are getting to know someone? And I think your thoughts was, um, it is helpful, but I know that they have said that, you know, we're not limited to those four, um, we're not limited to those four love languages. However, if you can add a love language, out of the four, what would you say is a love language that many people wouldn't think is a love language? Um, communication. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Communication is big. It may not be everyone's love language. But some guys don't really like to talk, but women love to talk. <laughs> we always love to talk. Oh my yeah. god. Like, babe, this is what happened to my dad. This is, this is, this is. Right. <laughs> All these things are happening and I just want to let you know that this happened today and I just want so I was out and I saw these things and mm-hmm. you know and I hear all the time men are simple mm-hmm. men are simple do you believe do you agree with that statement that men are simple I definitely do um <clears throat> even with my ex it's like you know I may come to him something may happen I may start this long drawn out story he'd be like Krish okay what do I need to do okay cool let's go <laughs> Like, you know, they're very simple. 
solution driven it definitely solution driven and it's so crazy because those those are the conversations I'm, that's how I am with my 18 year old like okay you know what are we going to do what are we going to do so I'm always like you know a solution a solution don't call me with all these problems what are we going to do so that's something that I definitely did get out of my la- out of my marriage but yeah men are very simple they don't want all that stuff and women we just be too extra sometimes well I think that you know women show up in relationships um, based on a lot of life, a lot of different things in our lives. It mm. could have been how we were raised, not having a father figure in the home. Mm. Um, one of the things that I discovered in the recent years is a lot of people were raised in the system. Especially in the United States, a lot of people were raised in, you know, the system. So maybe mom and dad wasn't in the home. Maybe they lost their parents early. So I'm learning how to be understanding a lot more than I was before when people show up. Because mm. what I realized that when you show up, you're showing up with some stuff that maybe I don't understand it, but that's your truth and that's mm. your life experience. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Um, I feel like I learned a lot, um, you know, after getting divorced and being single, we learned a lot. And then just doing business, always connecting with so many women, we learn a lot. And you're absolutely correct. That healing process is necessary. Exactly. Uh, Because we, you know, carry a lot of baggage, childhood trauma. You know, Mm -hmm. we deal with a lot of um, pre-programmed mindsets. That's exactly it is pre-programmed mindsets right um of just things you know because I know coming up for me it wasn't a lot of conversation about things right you just knew what to do because you knew what you saw getting done in the household right so it was a get in where you fit in type situation but I also let communication and showing emotions and different things like that from not having you know not doing it and it probably wasn't like, you know, I wasn't able to, but I just didn't do it because it just wasn't a thing. You know, who's coming home from school complaining or, you know, this happened, it happened. We was just like, I guess, have to be so strong. Yeah. Right. And um, you do that forever and you just live like that. And then we normalize that childhood um, trauma, those things like, you know, we don't heal. And then sometimes we don't even know it's a thing because we've been living exactly. with that for so long. Say that again. Oh my gosh. I had a recent conversation. Um, and I, I, I say that I'm like, just because I survived the storm doesn't mean that I there wasn't some damage done. Mm-hmm. You will survive, but there's damage, and sometimes you're not aware of the damage. Yep. Yep. Sometimes you, you because you're operating, you're functioning, you're going, you're doing what you know you have to do. And that's why I absolutely know that when you found the one, he will create a safe space for you to unfold, for you to unravel, and for you to become your best version of yourself because he's going to be patient and gentle enough with you to be like, it's okay, you can let your guard down. It's mm-hmm. okay, you can be yourself with me. Absolutely. Every woman loves that. <laughs> Who doesn't love that, right? <laughs> I think that's a that's a that's a great indicator to know um, that you have found the right person because somehow he does something to your heart that you're like, oh my god, I just I just want to feel, I just want to be free, I just want to, mm-hmm. 
because he without him even knowing it there's just something that connects it's a, I think it's a spirit led type of thing I think that when your spirit connects with someone else's spirit it's like you know that this is it and you know someone else might say something else but I realize that it's when those spirits connect now you know spirits can connect to different spirits that ain't the right spirits but that's a whole nother conversation right however right i i just feel like i'm i'm thinking about it and i'm like yeah you know spirits have a tendency it's just like you know you'll go in a room and you'll connect with certain people and they are just there for a season and for a reason and it was like y'all spirits connected but it wasn't for longevity or you know the broken part of you is connected to other broken people so to some extent now you know spirits connect in different with different areas of our lives but i think in a health in a healthy way i'm just thinking that when you found the one i think it you there's something inside of you that that makes you feel like oh my god i feel like i I, there's something in me that cannot deny that there Mm -hmm. isn't something happening i love that that's true i love that um one of the things that I've learned about life is hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hurt people hurt people. Hence why we encourage um, healing, um, getting a coach. Um, once you've done premarital, continue to have some kind of safety net throughout the relationship so that you can continue to be successful. Yes, I definitely agree. That healing. So, necessary no go on go ahead no go ahead we just dialoguing no I was saying you're free to continue oh I was saying the healing process is definitely necessary because you don't want to continue to keep dragging all of that baggage and dear weight your whole life you know whether it be into the next relationship whether it be dragging all these things and you know you can't function at your highest capacity in your business or the relationship with your children like it goes to so many things um not healing and continuously yeah. carrying all of that baggage it affects your whole life it, it affects sure, it, sure it does. does it affects your whole life because i know it did for me so what is it now looking like um time is actually winding down can you believe it oh my god time flies so fast what is it looking like now for you you shared earlier on um in the podcast that you know you've always kind of just been you know just kind of focused on being a boss and doing what you got to do what is that how is that changing you know we're in the last month of of 2022 what are some of the things that you're going to be doing differently to attract love or position yourself to maybe meet somebody so I'm I feel like this level of my life I've manifested everything I'm super big um on prayer and manifestation um Mm. and and just fixing myself every day is constant self-development for me um because my life has proven that as I keep bettering myself those things are aligning everything is aligning um so for me I changed a lot of things. I'm like, I'm dating more intentionally. Um, So open to what, you know, God is going to do for me in 2023. Um, And I'm just a very open-minded person. So I feel like what I'm doing every single day is self-development. 
self-development every single day um my personal life my family my friends my business um the potential husband or you know the man it's going to come as long as I keep better in myself so I really don't position myself in places that's something that I don't do um maybe I do need to do but I know I'm really um big on the self-development every single day because I still feel like to a certain extent it is some areas that I need to work on but it's also a lot of areas where I'm really better at now um so yeah, I'm, I'm about to be 40. I'm looking forward to that soft life, um, you know, <laughs> business and the family, the money, all those things are going to come, but I'm not saying that I'm strictly like focusing in on, you know, but I, I'm really praying and hoping that, you know, my time is coming soon and not being forced. Absolutely. As you were speaking, I think what came to mind was um, there's always going to be areas that you have to work on. Um, don't rob yourself of living in the moment and experiencing love, intimacy, joy um, with someone who's a good fit for you just because you're like, I got to constantly work on myself because let me tell you something. Um, even when you get in this relationship, you're going to have to work on self because here's the thing. He's <laughs> coming with things that you're going to be like, oh, now I'm prepared in the financial area. I'm prepared in the business and I'm a boss, but this right here requires right. a different version of you. I agree. So I just want you to know that while you're working on self, you'll know that you're getting better or doing better as you date. One of the things that I always did was I wanted to know if I was healed from my past relationship. I dated, I dated earlier on. This was a while back. Um, but I dated and I knew that I wasn't healed because even though I thought I was over my ex, guys were like, uh, you're not. And I was like, I am in my head. Now this was several years ago and I've done so much more healing since then. But I say that to you because you're always going to be working on self, self-love, self-healing. That's an ongoing journey. Because even when you get into these relationships, you will have self-discovery and just different things will happen. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage you as you are um, loving on self, growing, developing, enjoy. Life is not, tomorrow is not promised. We don't know what the future holds. Our intention is to grow old, but we've seen people lose their lives at young ages. We don't know when God's like, well, I only have you here until 50. That's yep. it. Yeah. So um enjoy the moment live your best life take that trip um go somewhere spontaneous um do a speed date and do something that you're like oh my god this is out of the norm this is different live 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 if i can leave you with anything it would be to live because we the bills are still going to be here god forbid yeah. you're healthy you're doing a great job but God forbid something. We've seen people end up in the hospitals or just end up in the like, I was healthy. I was doing good. What because we don't know what the future forecast is for our lives. So I, I just encourage you to live. I definitely agree. I'm going to do more living in a moment. Yeah. And I'm going to say 2023 because I like to be intentional. But that's something I'm going to write on my whiteboard. We want to start that ASAP. Yes, I'm proud of you. Let's do it. <laughs> So tell people how can they reach you if they need, I think we all need some financial support and help. So what's, what, give us your IG, your 
you know, just ways that people can connect with you. So you guys can, um, we have a YouTube channel, um, <clears throat> Manifest Mondays. If you put Manifest Mondays in on YouTube, um, me and one of my business partners, Chris, um, every single Monday, uh, we have new videos out, just really open, transparent conversation that women need to have um, something that we started first on Instagram that grew, grew really big for us. So I'm super proud about that. You can follow me on IG at I am finance Muslima as I am finance and then Muslima M U S L I M A H. Um, yeah. And I'm on Facebook. I am finance Muslima. Uh, follow me. Um, I'm in the Charlotte area, but we do a lot of things um, in city to city. So yeah, follow me. Um, we have a lot of free financial, um, tangible <clears throat> information that um, different women need depending on where they are at the, in their life. So we have something um, on the website for everyone depending on where you are personally. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, listen, we thank you so much for taking the time out and joining us for um, this edition of Dear Future Husband, Dear Future Wife. Um, it's been a pleasure chatting with you and looking forward to how you're going to evolve for the rest of 2022 into 2023 and that you're going to be living your best life and living in the moment. So yes, I um, wish you nothing but the best as you continue to evolve in all your endeavors. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yes. Thank you for being here. Bye. All right.